What's poppin'? It's the OTL boys back in the building. Hey, OTL here. Jeremy and Patty. You know what it is. Hey, feels good, man. Um, but we are back on the podcast since the Rona. What's been going on? Nothing, man. I enjoyed the the one that you did with Tyler last week. Yeah, that was super fun. That was really good. It's one of my it's one of my favorites in the recent past, I guess. There's only been a couple of the recent <laughs> past. <but laughs> yeah, no, it it was good to um hear your voice and Oh, uh-huh. thank you. It it was. I mean, I don't listen to much podcast re- to the recent dates and when we pop up like, oh, what is this? It is. It's good. So, um, no, uh, what has been going on, man? Um, psh, a lot, bro. <laughs> dude, you've been going hard. I don't even remember back in March, dude. It yeah. was, uh, it's been going, uh, nonstop. I should stay. Yes. Um, we started off a little unsure of where to go, but I think as just started to take one step at a time dude it it felt like i've been striding into full sprint (laughs) you've been going hard from the jump yeah so i mean dude i I wouldn't even know where to start um because now it seems like that's just become the new norm so you know since what was it march uh really kind of picked up on just our otl kind of year stuff and uh had that rolling and then got myself a new camera dude the content's been so i've been pumping out content been getting better and better been trying man that so talk about learning something new yes i was gonna say learning curve a very big learning curve and also just kind of staying on that fringe of your uncomfort zone you know um because you know me uh, personally like on the ins and outs and not definitely one to just like put myself out right. there all the time. Like that is it, very true. And I, and when we were talking to Ronnie, like not that it resonated cause I, I could relate to what he was saying. It's, it's like a muscle, right? You just practice it. And, um, it's just, it's weird to think now like the fabrics of my, <laughs> of my life, um, to where I was maybe a year or two ago. For sure. And to think that, you know, I didn't want to be putting out as much content as I have been, but you just like get on the, and then we had time, you know, I had time during this whole right. time. So it was like diving into what, you know, being creative enough to think about what to put out and then, um, all the back end work, bro. Whoever is a, is a creator in yes. that wheelhouse, like props to you. And there it is, the first <laughs> one. Bro, I I call I called Jeremy up shortly after the last podcast and I was all, dude, I'm gonna have a love and hate relationship with that button, bro. Mostly hate. Like <laughs> But uh no, like learning the Premiere Pro and the whole Adobe suite and stuff like that. Um it's been it's hours, box. bro. Yes, hours. So that's I will been say I will say your your uh, bag your bag what's okay. in the bag <laughs> video is probably the best I've seen. One because I was just was completely not expecting it, and two like it was so you at the end of the day. 
just keeping a straight face while you're doing it all uh that i was like this might be the it's funny because like the video that you're like putting the least amount of effort in ends up being like the one that pops off the most which is like frustrating and nice at the same time i guess so yeah um dude it was last week was a tough one you know and i just really wanted to put something out that would make people laugh like we got to be able to laugh at ourselves first yes and then in the process of doing that hopefully make someone else laugh um because it was just a tough one um and then I also just needed to get out to the field and get centered and be in my head. So I was just doing some drills by myself and knocked out that video, though. <laughs> so good. <laughs> call it a call it a wrap. If you haven't seen it, you need to go on and, and watch it. <laughs> Patty opened up his gear bag. Well, and then and then I just released the uh, the little mini episode that we filmed yes. like a month ago. So that was another thing. It's taken me like a month to edit, bro. Yeah, I finished that up this morning. It's so good. Did you like it? Yeah, it's great. I love the. We kettle. actually never talked about it yet. I love the kettle at the beginning. It's my favorite part. The kettle. At, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this stuffs are hard. <laughs> no, I think that's great. It's on the off the leash YouTube. Is it on your page too? Nope. I wanted to, well, it's on my Instagram, just oh, a little yeah. promo for it, but the video itself is on or off the leash. Like I, that was one thing that, um, I'm going to start trying to just put more content strictly on that. Mm -hmm. My YouTube channel is just all my exercises that I use for my remote coaching. You got to have like 600 on there now. I do. It's like close to 600. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. So I think, I mean, for anybody listening, if you're looking for just to go, uh, make a nice little trip through YouTube and have some exercises to roll through. It's actually it'd be kind of fun if you just grab a deck of cards and then you just go on there and find some exercises and then you can literally make your own program out. off of my YouTube channel. Real talk. <laughs> Which is a beautiful thing that if, the internet provides. If you want a little diamond in the rough, you can go, head on over to my, uh, it's at, it's just Patty Gleason's uh, YouTube and there is a library full of exercises on there and you can just go and mitch match and create your own little program if you want. Um, if you don't want to do the energy to do that, then just hit me up and I can do it for you. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, that turned out well. Yeah, because you, um, I know we, we had talked a lot, but I mean, for the people, you you kind of hit the ground running. Like, I think you found your stride really early. So what, where were you before the Rona? And then when it shifted, like what changed about your like normal week? Mm. Yeah, bro. <clears throat> um, I, like, dude, where were thinking, you working? Where was your time? Going? So... I have continually kind of gone through these evolutions, right? And every time I'm like, I don't know why I always end up in this place. And this place is, and we had, so we had so much going already, right? We were doing a lot of, you know, we were staying consistent with our podcasts. OTL was growing and, um, there was a lot of changes, good changes happening, but there was one stick in the mud that kind of the stick gets in the mud that kind of held me back, you know? And then, so when this whole Rona thing happened, I feel like I was at a pivoting point mm. and I needed to let this thing go. And, you know, I, and, you know, I'm just going to go out and say it. It was, it was my job at one of the gyms that I worked at. And there was no ill feelings towards them. Uh, this was just 
like I've said, I've been through these progressions in my life and I get, you could call it boredom or just outgrowing a place. And I feel like I was at that spot. So this whole Corona thing hit and it instantly forced that out of my hand, Mm. you know, because a big part of me is fear. Right. You, right. you get so used to the schedule and like you get so used to that paycheck and you're like, yeah. this is your life. And like you need that. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're like stuck between two places and you're like, you have to let go of one side in order to actually reach the other side. And you're like looking back you're like, but that's like so secure, you know. Right. And I, th- I think that there's so much value in that because it could be anything. It could be a job. It could be a relationship. It could be a habit, you know, and you you know, metacog uh, like metacognition like you know that that is not good for you or that it's holding you back Mm. but you hold on to it for dear life for fear of letting go and Mm. and making that next step and I feel like that's where I was and I've been there before you know many times throughout my life and so what Rona did was force that out of my hand Mm. you know and then so it was shortly after within that week where I just breathed and I was like, had that sense of liberation. Mm. Like, okay, I've been here before, dust my shoulders off. Like, what's my purpose now? So that was really like the early stages of that. Um, and it was shortly after that, that I realized how much attention OTL needed. Mm. And so... I just dove into it and did a lot of the back end stuff that um, we just couldn't do. Not that we, not that we were procrastinating or couldn't do it. We were just so, yeah, we were, we were just so engulfed in our other responsibilities that things just got pushed off. So I was really trying to just tackle that. And that was like the first maybe month of of the transition. Mm. And then, you know, we keep going. Yeah, no, no. I think I think that's the the kind of growing that it's like when you're kind of pregnant with something new, you know, and it like comes time and it's like you just have to give birth to it and and move. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I was I was in the similar situation. I mean, I I tend to get very invested mm-hmm. in um in just situations and in groups of people and institutions that I believe in and so it it does take a massive like like Sparta kick in my back to like get me to to shift you know and um obviously I ended up moving on from that place that we were both at Mm -hmm. and uh it would definitely it definitely feels weird leaving on like someone else's terms Mm. you know it's not like you chose to bow out or you chose to like, Oh yeah, well I'm going to head over here. But like, it's basically like handed in your lap. Um, and so that's, that's definitely a, a shift for me, but I just had kind of this feeling in my gut. That's like, this is like, I feel like God knew that if I didn't get pushed in this way, that I wouldn't make the next shift that I'm supposed to be making. 100%. And so, I mean, I has, I sleep good at night knowing, you know, it's something that I've, I've always, like banged on is what being able to walk away at any point, no, I'm giving everything that I could have given, you know, mm-hmm. whether I was paid for it or not, you know, whether people deserved it or not, like knowing that I put everything in at any given point, I could step away knowing that. Um, 
And you 100% did that. You know that we've had many conversations about this during the time. And you definitely brought more to the table than what, you know, they were asking. And, you know, I know that we've had that, those discussions and I was like, watch out, (laughs) you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's like, that's perfectly fine because when, like you just said, the higher power was like, time to Abort, abort, yeah. abort. <laughs> and it just happened like that. And I just felt like that was a big uh, shift in, in in this whole quarantine. Yeah. I think it just forced people to do, I mean, you could either go either way, right? But it, you know, for the certain minds, it forced people to focus on what was really important. Yeah, and I was, I was talking to um, Jacob yesterday and we were talking about how I, think, I honestly think there's going to be a lot of businesses built out of this Corona time. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily in like in the way that, that people would think like, oh yeah, people had more time to be at home and be creative. But I, I think it's more of like when people return to their like job that they're like, after being with their family, you know, and being able to do things that they want to do day in, day out, like for a lot of them, if, it, if like their life isn't ruled by fear, you know, they found a lot more like joy and freedom in this time. Although there is like an inordinate amount of uncertainty that when they go back to their job, they're like, I freaking hate it here. Like this is like just sucking my energy mm-hmm. out. And although the paycheck's coming in, like there's got to be more. There's got to be more. Yeah. And and so, you know, brokenness breeds creativity. And so, you know, it kind of brings you to that place of like when the pain I think if I can quote this thing correctly, it's like when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of growing, like that's when a lot of growth happens. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I, I don't know where I'm going, but I know I can't stay here. Yeah. And, and I think that's a, I think that's a, a good place to find yourself when you're super uncomfortable, you know? And I think that's the power of, of a community um, is that the people you can, fire things off of like, man, this is what I'm going through. You know, people that know your skill set, people that know like what you, what you like, you know, what could be in your vein, people that are, have an ear out, you know, it's somebody that they talk into in a random conversation. Oh, I actually know somebody who would be like perfect for that. And to have people that you are going through life with, I think it's, it's so priceless, you know? And, you know, we talked about a little bit this off the air. Um, is you know whether it be you know workout programs or or jobs that are selling you like to change your life for like the here and now you know but without people surrounding you you know without the sustainable change of not just you know your time and space but your actual mind you know and the people your the environment in which you find yourself um it's very hard to sustain you know and so i think that's part of why we built off the leash is like pairing the, you know, fitness side, something that we're passionate about and find a lot of joy in, um, with building a community of people who are after the same thing, you know, and that, that stretches so far beyond just like fitness, which is what I've like really found a lot of, of joy in this process, you know, doing stuff with Ronnie and kind of seeing the gamer world and you hear hearing back from people who listen to the podcast that are, you know, moms and you just get this broad range, but you, you're reaching people because, you know, I really think at the basis, all people are going 
through and wanting that's those same you know, pillar things that we've said a bunch of times mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, you know, the cool thing about doing like these podcasts and you putting out videos is those things are like forever. You know, you can, this is us documenting our life. Right. Uh, and just explaining the lessons that we, we get to learn along the way. And hopefully somebody can take those and it can save them, you know, time or, or energy from, from stressing over. So I, I always remember you telling me that too. when when we were first talking about doing podcasts and stuff and you're like, Oh, we got to get you behind the mic. And I was like, I don't know, <laughs> man. Like, that's just not something that I like to do. He's like, well, this is just stuff that's like going to be benchmarks and, and like bookmarks for your life that you can look back on and be like, Oh yeah, I remember this point, like point of my life, you know? And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I'll, I'll, yes, <laughs> it warmed up for, to me. You it's know? there forever. <laughs> you know, it's like those, uh, um, I know talking, talking to my dad, we were talking about podcasts and stories. And he's like, that's one of the things that I like, regret is like not sitting down with, uh, my grandma who is, who's passed now, but sitting down and just like recording stories, you know, cause those, those things live on forever, you know? And that's, um, part of why I'm so passionate about like podcasting is this, the stuff that like my kids get to listen to mm-hmm. and like know where I was at in my twenties and thirties and you know, so on and so forth. Um, because it, it really is a, a time capsule of, of who we are, where our minds are at. And, you know, who thinks five years down the line when we look back on this time and we're like, dude, we were a bunch of idiots. You know? <laughs> well, I even want to go back <laughs> and listen to just our, our previous episodes, too, because so much has changed yeah, since sure. then, especially since this quarantine thing. I think there's been a huge mile marker for OTL in general. Because um, like I said, like going back to kind of where I was talking about, it was like. So I, I was at that spot where I was holding on to something that I didn't necessarily want in my life anymore. And then when I finally let it go and pivoted and had like this breath of fresh air, just realized how much energy needed to go into mm-hmm. OTL. And a lot of that was just strictly my remote coaching. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like the other parts. It was like how much I needed to invest into remote coaching. So it was like, I kind of got my like my stride with that and um it just and dude like and you've seen like working long ass hours non, yeah non-stop. non-stop and not getting any payback i mean, I, I, I am but yeah, like for the amount, this massive check no you're not <clears throat> and um but how much happier like I, I i think i've said this to you but i've never resonated with that like saying it's like you never work a day in lo- in your life if you're doing something that you love to do. Straight up. And I, I, I believed it, but I don't think I ever Straight like back. tasted it. And I honestly, like right now, it's been so awesome. Dude. And I'm getting like choked up because I fucking love to work for OTL. Yeah. And like, dude, it's just so cool. I'm getting teary-eyed. I mean, I just fucking love it dude and i will literally wake up at 4 35 work till 12 and feel like i one never even made a scratch you know and what i needed to do but two just hungry like just freaking hungry for it you know what i mean and i think that there's like so many things that that go into why like what makes you feel that way because while you're building like otl you know you're also building yourself like Mm -hmm. you're pushing your own limits you are pushing your creative ability you're actually figuring out who you are Mm -hmm. and i think that you know obviously you have like a history in social work like 
you get to be an advocate for people, you know, like you get to be that like listening ear and like, you know, it's, it's difficult. Like you said, last week was tough when you get these calls from it's, I don't know. There's something that happens. Like when you get, when a grown man is just like broken, Mm -hmm. there's something that like, it just causes your spirit to like, I don't don't even know how to describe, but there's just different weight to it, you know? And I think that there's something so cool when you, you know, especially with your remote coaching, you get these calls. It's, it's no longer just about like a workout program, but it's like, you're literally building and, and changing each other's life yeah. um, through it. And that, and that's like, that's not a job, you know, when it's just like, it's like getting paid to have phone calls with your friends, you know, but you guys are, are, you know, pushing and, and pulling one another and figuring out what each other's needs and filling those needs. And like, there's nothing better than that. And I had a, I, ha- I had a conversation with Luke about this and um, kind of going off of what we were just talking about briefly before we got behind the mics here is like, you get in a lot of the questions about like, Hey, the, what do you think about this program? Or like, you know, do you think this is really effective and stuff like that? And what me and Luke were talking about is like, you could have the same program and give it out to 10 different coaches and get 10 different results. Totally. Because it always comes down to that coach. Right. And so like with OTL, like that's one thing that I work on with my craft is just like having, changing the fabric of someone else's life. Right. I'm just writing. and, And we've talked about this before. I'm just writing these things up. Like I do have a general sense of the progressions and like the goals and how we're going to get there and stuff like that. But it's the other stuff that we talk about and like that is really going to after we're done with what I want is like after we're done with the program, after you cancel the membership and everything that your life is forever changed. Like that's the main goal. Facts. You know what I mean? Like it's not about collecting a paycheck and flexing that I have all these clients doing my workouts and stuff like that. It's like, no, it's the, I always play the tape out, right? The big, the big plan, the long game. It's like, I want their life to be changed after OTL. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the effect you do have. And, and I think when that's the end goal, it completely changes the way you interact on a daily basis. You know, the way you carry yourself, the way you talk to people, you know, when the goal is to empower and, and meet that person's needs in order for sustainable change, like it changes the way you view money, like the way you charge people, you know, changes the way you spend your time. Um, I mean, me and Tyler talked about that in the last podcast, you know, it's like remembering what the, remembering what the end goal is, you know, and then when you get caught up in the semantics along the way, you know, it's like having people around you that are helpful to Okay, remember remember what the main the main goal is mm-hmm. here, um, you know. And so, I think that's there's. I mean, we could preach on on that idea for a very long time, and and that's why I've always had the rules of like find what you love to do, find a way to make money doing them, doing the people that you love doing with, and that's exactly what OTL is, you know. Um, and it's kind of like people who, yeah, you know, ask me how do you get up at three in the morning, and like go go like. <laughs> It's one thing to get up and go work out. It's the other person to have the mic on, you know, and be running around and jumping up and down. And it's like when you've done hard labor for the majority of your life, yeah, you know, to then be just to be able to inspire and have music that you love and be energetic and work out like 
that's play blast dude yeah you know and you know we talked last week on the podcast about like how everybody needs to have like a hard labor job one time in their life you know just to like not have any say in the matter of what you do on a daily basis like get the job done i'll be back in an hour you better have that thing done you know there's no like well i'm not really feeling that today like you just have to work you know and and i think that's the value of you know team sports when you know you just have to do what's better for the team and Sometimes you don't need to say, sometimes you don't need to have an opinion. You just need to put your head down and work. Um, And that's what makes the times when you, you do have the ability to do what you love, you know, so much sweeter because you do have a frame of reference of like how much different your life could be if you went a different direction. Yeah. Um, And that's, and that's the cool thing to every once in a while stop and like look back at your life and see the different ways that your life could have gone, you know, and it just brings you to that like, place of gratitude you know like dude my life is oh pretty freaking gold and of course it's cadillac problems and i'll be bitching and you'll hear it too you get it <laughs> dude I, I i you're always the ear for me too it's like i will bitch and moan and stuff like that but to like and that's just me bitching and moaning but like to take a step back and be grateful it's like the life that we've created for ourselves now is one that we could only dream of, you know, yeah. I mean, I'd done the hard labor and what did that teach me that I didn't want to do freaking hard labor. You know, I think, uh, working in the substance abuse field, um, gave me the tools and skills needed to help people. But now with doing it, it's not so life and death. So it's like, all of that was just a perfect fabric to make up what's yes. going on now. You know what I mean? Totally. And, um, so, you know, continuing on with the, the, throughout these last months, um, confidence knowing that everything is going to be okay like there was a certain you know i've had conversations with uh my clients where they're like have you jumped off the boat yet have you jumped off the boat and what they were talking about is have i made that leap right to be all in on otl and i was like ah i just can't yet you know it's not that time and this has forced me to do that and so even though i was a little bit more offshore (laughs) than i wanted to be Dude, I swam my fucking ass <laughs> off. Tell you what, bro. And I've been swimming, you know what I mean? And uh, just that that confidence that that I have experienced knowing that I can do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and I say I, like we. Like I know that we have been in communication this whole time and we've had our both different journeys doing it, but we're in it together. Totally. You know what I mean? And uh, there was no other person that I would do this with because I joke, I was just talking to Ronnie about this the other day and he's like, dude, what's this off the leash gaming Instagram? I was all, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're as surprised as I am. Again, I was like, and then so I got into talking to him. I was like, dude, Jeremy's got just ideas, dude. And he just flies with it. And then I'll like catch up to speed. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's that balance because you have great ideas. And then I'm like, I feel like I try and figure out how to execute them. And he's like, what you need is like a team. I was like, yeah, you think he's like, yeah, you could have a team. And then just, they complete all the ideas that Jeremy has. I was like, Oh, hmm, that that would be great, man. Ronnie, you're hired. (laughs) Appreciate you. Appreciate you signing up. Ronnie. I was like, yeah, that would be ideal, bro. But, um, no, it's just been that, that kind of, getting my feet on the ground and kind of 
actually looking around and seeing what it was looking like, you know, like the operations of OTL, like at ground level. Okay. Like figuring it out. And, and in many ways we're still in that phase, but I think a good company never leaves that phase. Good. Well, good. <laughs> Cause I look around and <laughs> cause I look, Hey, we talked about this last night. It's like, it's like <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this last night. It's like, okay, what's the, our next evolution? Right? right. Because, uh, what we're doing right now is good and we've got it solid and we're doing what we need to do. But in the name of like growth and stuff. It, I mean, we were just talking about what we need to do. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that what we're in is something that we should always kind of resonate with. Yeah. And I, um, there's a, a book called culture making, uh, the author's name is escaping me. Cause I think culture is one of those words that gets put on like everything, you know, nobody really it's knows. It's been like overused now. Yeah. When it, nobody really knows what it means, you know, it's just like this big word that you just kind of like, like the box in the garage that he's throw all the random stuff in. Um, but when I reading this book and he's like breaking it down, it's like culture at its core. You're probably wondering where I'm going with this culture at its core <laughs> is like what you make of what you have, you know? So like to put it simply the way he puts it in the book is like, you know, an egg is not an omelet, you know, olives are not an omelet. Green peppers are not an omelet, but you put the three together and it becomes an omelet, you know? So you have these things in front of you, and it's like what you, what you make with those things becomes your culture. And what you include in, in your life becomes your personal culture. And then what we put and we take and we mix into off the leash becomes our company culture. And like just to be able to, you know, bring value to as many people as possible and like make them feel valued, make them feel seen and heard and and they have a place to communicate like during the, in the Ronin time, I probably played more video games than I've like ever played in my life. Yeah. So I, Warzone came out. That's been my game of choice. And got trapped. Tra- trapped. Uh, but I've played with Mosley. Shout out to Mosley. I know. Shout out to Mosley, uh, dude. And, and all the OTL, man. Yeah. Fucking Gold 2 gang. Adam's been on there with us and Jacob and uh, another guy named Nestro. But it was interesting because like, I had never been in that world before and it kind of talking to Ronnie kind of made me think more about it, but getting on there and, uh, I've had a couple of conversations with Mosley as well. Like they played for years, like 10 plus years with these guys that they never met in life, mm-hmm. but they like talked about their families. They talked about their marriages. Like they found their phone numbers. Like they become really good friends. They never met, but they just played over video games where they like found this bond, like over something common. And, uh, well, I can, dude, just to say, I can't believe you and Mosley never met when I, I met I up know, with him the other day. He's like, Doug, I can't believe I've never met Jeremy. I'm like, you've never met. Jeremy. I, I didn't know, even we, realize we literally that. talk about like I a daily know. Basis. I was like, you never even met him. Yet? He's like 40 minutes North. <laughs> it is crazy. Cause we, we were playing, uh, on online and somebody that Jacob like used to play with back, like way in high school. Uh, one of his other gamer friends hopped on and then, uh, he started playing with Jacob again. And then all four of us started playing. We found out that. Uh, Nestor lives like five minutes from Mosley. Oh my God. Where it's just like, it's just crazy how like small the world is. Um, but like, I mean, my desire is to create a community, you know, not everything is about like monetization, you know? And I think in this world 
and especially in our culture, like that's the biggest thing is like, how are you going to monetize this? And, uh, I recently heard this thing about looting cause they were talking about, you know, all the stuff and going on in the streets and mm-hmm. people looting stores. And it's like, the, Oh, you've heard about that recently. Yeah. Just a couple times. <laughs> but this guy was breaking down like looting at its core is like benefiting off of someone else's like downfall basically, you know? And so, you know, stuff happens and you know, like people randomly will come out and just like make a statement or they'll make a, you know, it's like now it's, uh, actually my dad sent me this article that was like, now it's the COVID 15. It's like lose the COVID 15 and like all these programs coming out. Mm. And so there's like this like capitalization on like people's, downfall you know and it's like for me it's building a a community where people don't have to think twice if these people are like trying to trying to get in my wallet yes you know like everything is about you know we're doing this to sell gear or like we're doing this and then like on the backside, you only get this if you know you sign up a membership and like i just want to create that that stuff happens genuinely when you just build a place where people can belong you know and and people like feel a certain way when they're you know spoken to and when there's genuine relationships like the people you talk on a weekly basis like they know that you genuinely care about them you know and if they like if they got off the program they could still call you up and be mm-hmm. like hey I'm, I'm going through this and without a shadow oh, of a doubt, I know that you'd answer and you give them, it's not like, well, if you sign back up for 1099, you know, you can have this phone call for free. Like that's, there's zero part of you that feels that way. Right. And I think that's just been the kind of fun part for me. Cause I know you've ever since you hit the ground running in, in Rona, you kind of like found your stride really fast, you know, which and was I, your help. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like you helped me do that. And then I was just off. You well, know what I mean? That's, and that's like, that's like the push and the pull. And that's why I think we, we worked so well together building this. Um, it's, we, we fix each other's gaps really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like just took some time off, which is not like me. And it felt really weird. It's like, it's kind of like when you, you know, you downsize like your wallet or something and then you leave without your wallet and you're like feeling, and you're like, so I just like, something's not right. Like I'm forgetting something. Are you sleeping? And you, I mean, I'm used to getting up at three o'clock. So I'm going to wake up at 8 a.m. now and it feels like I like lost half the day. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I just kind of went through a time of just kind of like resetting and it felt good to mm-hmm. get my vocal cords back after like just going nonstop for years at a time. Um, and, just kind of figuring, kind of going back to the drawing board, figuring some stuff out, figuring out like what I really want, um, where my time's being spent, um, and just kind of like getting back to like the joy of, you know, having friends and, and just doing fun things. Like that's kind of what, uh, like video games have been fun because I haven't played them in so long, but just to get on and just like, Find, it's like a strategy. It's still like a puzzle. Like you're touching mind with people that you enjoy doing it with. Uh, yeah. So it's definitely been like a, a different pace. I know seeing your stuff and seeing Tyler stuff on the internet. I'm like, oh, these guys, are, these guys are going hard right now. <laughs> and uh, and I just I love it because, like you said, with the programs, you know, you could you give everybody. Everybody's got the same 24 hours, you know, and everybody's had the same lockdown. But to see the massive difference that people f- end up filling their time with, you know? And it's like, what are you doing with 
all those things you said, well, I just don't have the time for it. Mm. You know, or did those things get accomplished or, um, you know, it's like, obviously, actually there's a, a spoken word that I did a while ago that was, it was saying, you know, the, the kids, the kids wish like the parents were never employed. Like the kids haven't got this much attention in so long, you know, from their parents where they're actually at home and just t- going on a run and you see families walking together and playing Frisbee and throwing the ball mm-hmm. around. And it's like sad that it takes like a international pandemic, you know, for us to get like this, this reset. That was one thing that I loved and I do love seeing is just so many people out. Like it was like the olden days, you know, people walking around the neighborhoods yes. and like getting their daily walks in. Like I was thinking, I was like, so when did I that stop is the question. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I do remember when I seen so many people outside in the neighborhoods. Like, this is dope. Like, I was definitely vibing off that. I told Jasmine many times. I was like, walking in the neighborhood and you just, everybody's people, out walking around. way more friendly. I was like, this is, this is legit. Yes. And I think it's, I, it's like that perspective. Like you said, like when you wake up every day with the mindset of like, it's going to be all right. Like. I just need to take care of what I need to take care of, you know? And if I do that, things will be all right. And, um, I think we just get, we get caught up in a lot of like small, small issues. And one of my favorite quotes around that, that like periodically comes to my mind is show me a man's problems and I'll show you his vision. Mm. Because like when your vision is something really big, you know, and like when you have like the end goal in mind, you know, like the little ticky tack stuff, like that stuff's going to take care of itself. But then you meet somebody and like every little thing is like this big problem. And like, they've never seen like a solution to anything. And you're like, oh, it's, it's like painful because, yeah. you know, and, um, actually a really, it's good, really hard to relate to. Yes. I tried to like, cause I, yeah, so I have people hard. that are like that in my life and, um, not too many, but like clients and stuff like that. And it, it's hard to relate. I don't know. I have to like meet them with where they're at. Yes. You know, which is difficult because you're not there, which is difficult. Sometimes <laughs> it is straight up. It is. It's, um, I have to check myself yeah. sometimes to Actually, not jump down their throat. <laughs> I had a really, um, enlightening conversation with my sister, Heather. Um, and I like up to her, her a lot. Just like, she's a super wise and she was, she was saying like, for me, because I'll get frustrated with that sometimes when people just like don't want anything to do with a solution. Like they'd rather just say the problem over and over again. And she was saying like, Jeremy, you have to remember like you spent years molding and doing the deep work to be able to like view people the way you do, you know, meet people where they're at, value them, like regardless of like what their current situation is you know, give people grace and, and be solution minded. Like all those things. She's like, you've, you spent years doing that deep work and choosing that over and over and over again, you know? And you have to remember that other people haven't done that work, you know, and you can't expect them to do that work overnight, nor can you convince them in a, in a conversation or two to be that way, you know, but like, you have to just live your life out in front of them and show consistently what it looks like to interact with, mm-hmm. you know, anybody. 
And that sounds like a great conversation. Wish it, I was it, there. It was. <laughs> and, and I honestly never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just looking back over my life to know like all these, the like really molding moments um, where it's like, it would be easy to, you know, take up offense or, you know, um, be mad or like you have, you, you maybe have a right to be mad over a situation, but like that, when that situation arises, you're like, what's my end goal? Like I could be mad and this could create a, a bigger, you know, do I want a bigger gap with this person just cause I want to be mad or can I like overcome my pride, you know, and my quote unquote right to be upset because the connection with that person is more important. And like just looking back at those situations, it's like, oh, it's it's because of these decisions that I made that actually push me to where I am, you know. Um, I thought so, Tyler hit that on the nail, dude. He's so wise, dude. I freaking love. I, I was listening to that. I was like, dude, that was that was awesome. To say to be lack of a better word, but when he was talking about the hundred dollar bill, yeah, that's that's one of my favorites ever, dude. I was like, preach, bro. That was on. Point. Like, so what, shout out what to Tyler. You, I was I was like, yeah, I was nodding my head. Like, yeah, like, what do you this you, guy knows? You're not breaking a Benjamin <laughs> over a bag of chips. Like, you're just not. Yeah. You know, and um actually the thing that I probably pulled out that was like for me from that podcast, learning from from him, it was talking about his his relationship with Elena. Um, and them choosing like when they when they're doing something, choosing who's the leader and who is the support. Um, and going in there with that intention because you remember like, okay, I'm, I'm here to be the best support possible. Or that person knows like, okay, I have the ability to make like authoritative decisions and like to know that I'm going to be supported in it. Um, as opposed to like two people coming in with like their way of doing it. And then it just becomes like an argument about the way to do it as opposed to like just getting it done. Um, and that, that was like really profound to me. Um, and so like it, and it's difficult too, when, when you've done something a lot, you know, say if like some rookie came into paintball and was like trying to tell you how to do something, which happens all the time. Right. And you're like, (laughs) no, bro, I've, I've done this. Like I know a better way, you know, but it like to take that and, and to remember, like there may be some truth. Oh, like, for sure. You know, and always have to stay open-minded. Yes. Always, man. And that, and that's like difficult when you want to, like when you want to kind of, there's a little piece in you that wants to flex and be like, nah, bro. Well, you know I'm what? I really tested. learned that lesson is in my meetings mm. because people would come in that have a week clean, 30 days clean. And if you really listen to their message, there's always something to pull out. And so like, if you're going to just walk in and be like, I got all this time and none of y'all know shit, (laughs) you're going to, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities for learning. And so I really learned that, you know, from the meetings of just like, no matter, it could be someone that you just despise. And if you close your mind off to them, you're going to miss out on, they're going to say some valuable shit. You know what I mean? Like you can still put that feelings to the side and listen to what someone has to say. Cause there was like what you say, chew up the meat, spit out the bones. Yeah. There's always something to pick up. Yes. Whatever you're listening to. So I think like going, going forward now, we're kind of like here, you know, shout out uh, to Vigor. They just opened up 
yesterday. So we're kind of getting back in the flow of things. Um, and I think, you know, um, shout out, shout out to my wife. She was, uh, talking to me about, uh, the mercury retrograde. Have you heard of that? Uh So, um, it's astrology, right? And, um, three times a year with the way that our planets orbit, it, is an optical illusion, but it looks like Mercury is going backwards. Hmm. And so we're in that time right now. And um, I really felt it last week. And it's just sometimes like you just, nothing has changed, but you just feel slumpy. Yes, a little off. Yes, every, something feels off. And um, I really felt that last week. And it's during these times that life can seem pretty chaotic and for the people that aren't self-aware may want to like retract and recluse and Mm. just like feel really uncomfortable in their skin but if you are aware then it is a time to take a step back though and reflect because you're at a fork in the road right and there's decisions to be made and it depending on which way you go can really launch you on another trajectory of your life Mm. and so especially last week because i know that you know some of the stuff that happened last week that was just like grounding you know what i mean and Mm. uh i know for a lot of my friends took a step back and have been reassessing and and kind of reanalyzing their their lives you know and and figuring out which way to go. So that's why, whether you believe in it or not, I mean, that's just, it is what it is, right? It's uh, information on, on that. And I do, I do feel like though, um, we've kind of, I, it's funny too, cause I was just getting used to the schedule from quarantine, you know, and now it's like, okay, well let's shake it up a bit and you're at another fork in the road. And so it's really like I taken, some time to just kind of figure out where I want to be putting my energy. If there's any behavior changes that I need to start adjusting. And it's always just taking that constant self inventory. Right. And so I do feel we're at a great moment again to pivot and to figure something else out. Yeah. So I wanted to pass that off to you. And does that resonate with you at all? And if it does, what are some of the things that kind of you've been thinking about? Because I know that we're always thinking about that. Totally. You know what I mean? Well, I think it creates a, you know, your your new normal, so to speak. You know, but I think that we've we've talked about living a prepared life. You know, where you it's you're never like sitting down in the chair. You know, you're like constantly playing musical chairs where you got 10 different options that if one chair gets pulled out, like you're hopping in the next one. Um, and so I think, you know, going into the next, the next season, you know, you're like, what, how am I going to take what I got and learn how to multiply it? Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, you said they opened up my, my gym hasn't opened up yet cause they're waiting for a larger capacity to be allowed. Mm. Um, but all kind of all through, the um like this time i basically went back to to what i got you know it's like we've talked about that a bunch one of my rules is like what do you have in your hands to use right now you know and i've I've always loved doing landscaping so i just got on freaking grind grab jake with me just 
five days a week going out there getting my hands dirty uh and i i honestly just love in the dirt i dude i freaking love it because you just it's like it's hard work you're out getting sweaty you're in the sunshine like vitamin d i can't tell you how, how many times mm. in this thing i've heard like these doctors and all over like the joe rogan podcast about the amount of vitamin d deficiency and the effect on the body like i think it's a massive problem you mm. know and uh and then just that time while you're working to like listen to podcasts or just sometimes I'll just like have nothing planned and you just like, you know, sounds funky, but you hear nature and you just have like a clear mind. You just able to like think for hours on it without anybody like interrupting. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of, I kind of picked that up and, you know, we've talked a bunch on, on the next steps for, for OTL, you know, that's obviously our, our goal is to, you know, build that out to have, that be you know our avenue to do whatever we would like to do you know that's something that really set me free in the last year was just that idea of like there's no rules like there's not one way to do this and we can go whatever direction we like you know and that's such a that's such a freeing feeling um where you don't have to play by you know someone else's blueprint and um you know that's been a kind of overarching you know, common thread with us. It's like, we're just tired of making other people money and building other people's dreams, you know, especially when it feels like there's not like the appreciation for, you know, I, I don't want to want somebody else's dream more than they want it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, talking to Mosley, Mosley was just like, I'm tired of making other people money. Like I want to apply it to something that, you know, is building residual for, for my family, like my legacy and, you know, wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, you know, and how we, how are we going to do that? Not just like money wise, but legacy and having something that they can hand off or they, they get to grow up in the community that we, we forged, you know, with blood, sweat, tears and lack of sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, you know, for me, it's, I'm kind of going to the next season with, with open hands. You know, I've, I've been a strong believer that when you, you know, take care of, of people and you take care of your own, like your, your life ends up taking care of itself. Um, cause those things just end up coming your way. You know, it's like the person who prepares the most gets the luckiest, uh, cause they're just prepared for situations when they, when they arise. So I, I don't like to say I have a, a concrete plan is like, that's just not true, but that's, that's not, ever been like something that's brought me success you know i just take care of what's in front of me and they take care of the people that are in front of me and it it always works out mm. you know when you when you just have that and that's why i always say you know like who you are is so much you know more important than than just what you do you know when you do it backwards like when you who you are is based off of what you do that's where you get into these issues you know that's why there's like a, a there's a large suicide rate with Mm -hmm. you know like lawyers when like their success rate is becomes who they are and synonymous with their name so when they're not successful um their their identity takes a a big hit you know and so it's just for me it's just consistently working on having having proper character and treating people right um and uh it ends up working out worse in the end but I don't know. I don't know if that was answering your question or no, not. No, it was good. I, I I can tell you put a lot of thought into it. So 
I'll uh, take that for an answer. <laughs> I, I appreciate you. <laughs> You're so gracious, oh king. No, I'll, I'll accept those. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I think that that is. Um, I don't. You know, it is. It is what it is, right? I mean, just the awareness and and. I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer. Um, I know for myself, I mean, I definitely want to, and I was just like kind of jotting this down too. I didn't put much thought to it either, but um, one thing that I do want to do is for behavior wise, I got to start waking up early now um, because those sleeping in days and I too sleeping in for me is like seven 38, you know what I mean? But uh uh, picking up some 5.30 classes again. Oh, snap. So I'll have to get into that routine, which I'm excited for. I love that routine. It just takes a little, you know, take like a week to kind of get back into it. Um, no doubt. Yeah. So that's just like a minor little behavior switch. Um, the other one is uh, just being more emotionally available to my wife. Because um, I think there's a huge double-edged sword with grinding so hard is that you do shut off. Um so other areas of your life because you have to put so much energy towards something totally. and uh i feel like i've put in a good couple months with with grinding like that so i need to kind of like step back it's all about balance and so i need to like step back and then also now be a little bit more available to her so those are the two things that i was just thinking of um in that um so what's up what's uh anything new any updates coming up uh otl wise yeah, so uh, I actually talked to, to Sean, Sean Masters mm-hmm. the other day. So we're going to get him back on the podcast here soon at Tangelo. Yeah. Our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, so they're backing up for business. Then they did a bunch of telehealth during during the break. Nice. Um, but we're going to hear from him soon. Nice. And uh, obviously, we've been kind of going hard on the gear. So the, mm-hmm. here's all there. Shout out to, to Prime. Hey, Apparel. huge shout out. Thank you. Yes, huge shout out to Matt, over, Matt and Brandon. Yeah, they Over deserve prime. Uh, making sure everybody gets their stuff. Yeah, dude, they've been grinding too. And then, so like to piggyback off of that too, um, we have the Ronnie and OTL or D's on Docs hashtag Gang Gang uh, OTL collaboration. Which goes so hard, I love it. I do. I, we I, need to. We need to cop. Yeah, I, we've both when we sat down, we both were like clothing was just always been huge for us fashion and clothing and we've always wanted to have that so it's been super fun to kind of just quarterback this kind of stuff yeah it's been fun and um coming up next though is our summer line so keep your eyes peeled for that uh we are in the works of doing that as well uh and on top of that we've started on the on the kind of on the low creating uh off leash gaming Mm -hmm. just a little just community for people who are we're playing online. Uh, got some streamers and and fun things. Just to dude, how funny was that when you were telling me about that on the phone? And then my boy Aaron from crazy. Hawaii calls and says, "Hey, how do I get? Uh, do you can I use this OTL tag? Like, how do I get a part of it?" And I was like, "It was just another one of the things. I don't even know what you want to be a part I of, d- but <laughs> <laughs> let's send it." I know because Mosley kind of led led that. We were talking about getting a little OTL regiment, and then uh, we were playing like a. A game and this guy was like that guy's got the otl tag too dude so that was kind of that was kind of funny but yeah we'll keep you posted on that and it'd be kind of fun oh hella fun if you've been uh been gaming holler at us and we'll see if we can get you the 
whatever you need to put on your stream or the uh, logo, whatever you need, we'll take care of you. Yeah. Um, and then we do have our YouTube channel. I mean, there's only a couple of videos there, but go like and subscribe. We want to get some more content out there. Um, I want to start filming the podcasts yeah. and putting it up on that as well. Yeah, so that can fun. just be more stuff that we put up on there. Um, Patreon. Yes. Yeah, so Patreon. Uh, if you haven't seen our, our posts, what Patreon is basically, uh, it allows you guys access to us and all of our content. So basically what it is when you go on there, there's a link in our, uh, on our Instagram in the bio. So when you, click on that link it's going to pop up different tiers so anywhere from five dollars all the way up to a hundred dollars a month and then with those different tiers when you sign up it's an eft so each month uh you would be giving that to us in order for us to you know build out our stuff and a lot of different things that are coming your way um but with those tiers you unlock different uh whether it be programs or gear um phone calls for accountability all types of things so you guys check that out and then that just helps us build our community out and being able to bring you guys uh, more and more items and events and, and fun things that we have in store. So go check that out. Patreon uh, backslash off the leash. And you can check that out in the Instagram bio. Yeah. So that Instagram bio is pretty nice because it has links to all the, the little fingers that we have going right. out. So if you just go that, it's like the main hub and it will just direct you to wherever you want to go. Um, and then always I've got my remote coaching, um, sitting down and kind of reframing the structure of the memberships and everything. And then ultimately I want to bring that over because right now it's kind of quote unquote paintball specific. Um, but I want to kind of integrate it more towards just OTL in general and kind of open it up. I haven't quite figured out how we're going to do that, but want to do that as well. Um, but if that's something that you're interested to, you can always hit us up about that. And uh, where can they find you? You can find me at Patty Gleason. Um, I'm on Facebook at Patty Gleason as well, but Instagram's usually the the one that I'll respond to the most. And I'm on there at Jer underscore AM underscore I Jeremy. Um, YouTube's Off the Leash Lifestyle. And Instagram is at Off the Leash Lifestyle. Bang, bang. Awesome, man. Love it, bro. Yeah. Always good. Stay off the leash.